Hello everyone. I'm Shivansh and you're listening to my podcast Turn Tales where tales turn lives. So this is the first episode of the podcast where I'm going to tell you some worth listening stories which may look a piece of fiction but are filled with morals and phrases to guide you on your path. So let us start with a story that I wrote but it's long but can be a great example for you to learn the meaning of both life and death. In this I'm going to play Debbie a 65-year-old woman who writes about her childhood when she learned the meaning of them and now she has something to tell you Debbie come along now you're the next one i need you this is important i'll be waiting these were the lines i heard from the letter she sent me she was alice tall arrogant peculiar ponytail blonde she was my friend or rather she had been my best friend since ages or i don't quite remember she was the closest friend to me i used to tell her all my secrets she even knew i broke mom's favorite face and blamed it on dad well that's happened she was a normal girl for me just before i was introduced to something unexpected 159 years ago she got sick she did tell me about some disorder which had a pathetic name for a cancer um i don't quite remember what it was but she said she'd be okay i didn't care she lied weeks later we i mean me and mom were invited to a party i opted for red but my mom eddie made me dress in black she herself wore the same color which was quite boring um we drove to a huge ample garden at around noon i don't quite remember these things there were lots and lots of chairs all around right in the midst of arena laid a huge wooden box lots and lots of people were there all in the same boring color black but i couldn't find alice mom had said she'd kind of be there only after i asked this 1 millionth time Though Alice's mom was there against her jolly nature she was crying before i could understand anything mom ordered dad go play somewhere i got to go and talk to something i didn't mention any doubts soon we came back home though it was not the first evening that alice had not come to play that day i don't quite remember why i was missing her more everything was boring like math equations In just a few days my doubts about her disappearance decreased. Just as mom said, I started not to focus on her. I didn't say anything to her until one year later, one night, she got a phone call and she rang, not telling me anything. Both mom and dad did not come home that day. Mom arrived the next morning. She had hospital sent. I don't quite remember. After some days mom dressed me in black again. This time I was aware of what was going to happen. Again a party like that was organized. There were again lots and lots of people and this time I was allowed to enter. The wooden box was much bigger this time. My mom said well, my dad was in it sleeping forever. I didn't know why but my whole family was there my granny grandpa mom and aunt they started crying. I didn't have a clue for what to do next I guess. 
it was related to dad or I don't quite remember. I rushed towards the box and shook it heartily. It was just like I used to shake my dad and wake him up every day. What had happened? Why wasn't dad waking up today? I had no idea why, but tears dripped off my small widened eyes. My face shrinked, mouth watered, and I screamed bleedily. Dad. I don't quite remember why, but I had a sudden feeling dad would never talk to me again. It was the strangest party ever, a black dress code and a box as a showstopper, not a cake and nothing but weeping. It sucked all the happiness out of me every time I went to it and left me weeping horribly in the oceans of despair and boredom. This time I had to say something to mom. After huge conflicts with her, I got to know that this stupid party was called a funeral, which is held when someone dies. I don't understand what death actually was. I guess it was an escape from this boring world. Everyone wears black because they're jealous of the person who enjoys after dying. I was totally mad. Five years later, when I got 11, I had fought with many of my people about real meaning of death and funeral. I knew my theory was correct. I used to go to my school and then to home and evening to a park frequently. I always played alone. Mom, after dad's death, mostly looked mad. She used to talk to herself all the time. Everything used to come to my mind suddenly. In those five years, I was struck by numerous headaches. Different theories and words used to struck my brain at particular times. In my heart, I had a very different feeling that someone was controlling me. It was a bittersweet feeling because it had even helped me at times. One day, something strange striked. It was foolish, but I had to do it. I rushed towards the park where Alice's funeral was held. It was far away. I finally reached there. I sat down on the footpath. The park was completely empty. Suddenly, my eyes forced to close. I stammered. I heard someone's footsteps coming closer. Though I wanted to, I couldn't even scream. I knew I was being controlled. I was literally shaking until I felt someone's hand on my shoulder. My eyes opened themselves gently. I saw a young girl in a ponytail. It was someone I'd never expect. It was Alice, my dearest friend. Yes, I stood up and hugged her tightly, saying, I miss you so much, Alice. It was so boring without you. Another theory about death had made its way to my head. A dead person can visit the boring world. Alice wasn't happy. I asked her excitedly, how is your life after death going? Is that wonderland beautiful? Several questions arose and went through my mouth. She didn't say anything. I guess she was feeling bored here, like I did. She groaned. I knew what you're thinking about, and you're mad. This world is not boring. This is the best. I can see what's in your brain. I shrank and appended. So it was you the whole time. You were controlling me. But I know that after going into that box, one's life beautifies. You are not jealous of anyone. Then why did you cry at your dad's funeral? It's everyone's nature itself. Everyone knows deeply what death is. Alice screamed. 
I cooled down and questioned gently. Alice, is your life wonderful? She cried darkly and yelled. It's miserable. None should die. I hated dying sucks. All my theories vanished. I couldn't believe I had lived in a lie for years. I remembered my dad. Alice sat down with me. She spoke, you're my best friend. I'll tell you everything. Once you die, you get three superpowers. The first one is invisibility. I actually hate it. No one other the person closest to me before I die can see me. And that'll also be when I find her. Once you die, you forget everything but the face of person closest to you. And you know else, you know what invisibility is. The second one is telepathy. I have been communicating to you all these years by it. I controlled your head. Besides remembering your face, I could also talk to you. It took me five years to find out my address or where my funeral was organized. The third one is flight. I am able to fly across places. That's easy for me now, but I can also go through walls or doors. You can only walk or sit only when in eyes of your closest person. Well, that sounds amazing. I outspoke her after hearing that. I was astonished by those powers. I was thinking about Alice as if she was moron. Her life after death was awesome. Why was she overreacting? She was looking obnoxious at my answer and she was exaggerating. As I knew she was arrogant. I thought what was happening. She uttered angrily, If you think this death is better than life, let me get you a tour of it. Oh, I'd love it, I responded quickly. I know I shouldn't have spoken it, but I couldn't help myself at that time. She coughed and shrieked. I have another superpower. I chuckled. What? What is it? She groaned. I can lend you being the closest person of me 24 hours of my superpower. And in exchange, you can give me one boring day of your life. I agreed happily. But what would you do with my boring day? Still, if this is what you want, I'll prove that death is better than life. The next day was Sunday. At 11.59 p.m., Alice entered my room through walls. She said, you can still change your fate if you want to. Enthusiastically, I voiced. I mark my words, so I'll do it. She said, you will forget everything like me. You won't even remember my face. You'll be just wandering around. Are you ready? I stammered, yes, I am. The clock turned 12 and Alice became translucent. She flew straight into me. A huge light emitted on that spot and sparkled. I twisted and closed my eyes. I stepped in air and saw an 11-year-old girl just like me going away. I forgot my reflection and stepped above the sky. It was the best moment in my life. Or I should say death. But okay, I don't know it was. I saw beneath my feet. It was an unexpected experience for me. I was literally flying. I came near the ground. There were small parks, short malls, apartments, stores, houses, shops, factories, rivers, lakes, and much more. They were looking like toys to me. I could feel the wind blowing down my arms when I flew up and down. There were very few lights lit. I went to a shop stop. I put my arms down and tried to sit somewhere. When I touched the ground, 
I somehow went through it and entered the shop. I got mad. I realized I couldn't touch the ground. Then I saw some chips packs inside the shop. It was closed, lights were off, I was invisible, so I thought I had a chance. I couldn't even touch the chips now. I was getting really scared. I knew ghosts don't get hunger, but I really wanted to have a pack of chips. It was terrible. I couldn't even sit anywhere. Somehow in boredom, I spent the night. Next day, the sun arose and so did everyone. People started getting out of their homes. I started using telepathy. I wanted to know about Alice in my form. She had woken up and was talking to mom. I flew away looking at all over the world. It was really boring being not able to sit or stand, just being in air. I couldn't even talk to anyone. It was much boring than ever. No one could see me. I used telepathy again. Alice was now making cupcakes with my mom. She was laughing and was happy. Mom was again talking to herself. Now I knew she didn't talk to herself. It was dad, the closest person to her, using telepathy. Then Alice went to her own mother's house. It sure would have been the best experience for her. I couldn't locate her. I could just look into her brain, see from her eyes, listen from her ears, smell from her nose, but not control her completely. Those 24 hours without my loved ones were the worst hours of my short life so far. I had been so worried to find about death that I forgot about my life. It was cool. It wasn't boring. There was happiness in everything, every single small thing. I just didn't recognize it. Life is the biggest gift of God and if it is too hard or if it is too short, because it is, then enjoy every moment and live it to the fullest. The day ended and I saw myself in my room with Alice. I told her everything. She talked about her mother for a few minutes and then flew away. Since then, I've enjoyed every second of my life and also have been saving lives. 59 years have passed and I'm still working in the field of medicine and helping people save their God-gifted lives. Maybe being a doctor was an idea in my life given by Alice herself. Maybe she wanted to help people get better medical help than what she got. Today she sent me a letter in my brain. Debbie, come along now. You're the next one. I need you. This is important. I'll be waiting. I think it's time to go now. I love these 65 years of my life. And I advise, so should you. If you're still here, I don't think I need to tell you the meaning of anything now. The world today is degrading. Every now and then we hear news of teen suicides or self-injuries. Do we feel that difficulties in life get bigger than our love towards ourselves? Actually, it never does. I'm not telling you to live just because death is bad. I'm telling you to not die just because life is bad. I hope my message traveled towards you. Thank you for listening to me. For more turning tales, stay tuned.